Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Naisha. Welcome, Welcome to, to Breaking, Breaking Wind. Wind. We're going to start off with why we're doing this. Why are we doing this indeed? Well, well. actually, we're maybe explaining what we're doing, <laughs> which is watching uh, from the famous Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 1, which is the fourth film, um, once a week for as long as we can stand it, pretty much. Our aim is for 52 weeks, aka a year. Twilight. <laughs> What could go wrong? Hello. Hi. How's it going? Good. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm very well. I'm enjoying the sunshine. It's been ridiculously hot here. Yeah. Oh, we enjoyed the most amazing thunderstorm and we we got caught in the rain and just embraced it in the end, didn't we? Yeah, it was actually really refreshing. And this Just Eat delivery guy thought it would be hilarious to like tidal wave us with his motorbike in the puddle. Thanks, Just Eat. <laughs> Good job we were already embracing just being soaked through. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we were, what were we, we were up to quite a bit. It's been a packed weekend, yeah. Um, we went, we showed our faces at Bunga Bunga again on Friday. Again. <laughs> and started, we, so I made business cards for the lols. Um, <laughs> and I put, I put on them, the UK's number one comedy pom- <laughs> the UK, UK's number one comedy podcast in big letters and then put an asterisk and yeah. then at the bottom in small print it said according to a recent survey of the podcast creators I, like, I love them so this is Sam's like <laughs> surprise gift on Friday evening when I got home she's like I've got something to show you I could not have even dreamed of something so incredible I'm so pleased and so we were going for dinner that night at Bunga Bunga um, which many of you may know, we we went there once. Um, Episode nine. Watched the film in the restaurant. <laughs> so it's a pizza place near us. Um, yeah, it was it was fun, wasn't it? It was insane. <laughs> what did we get up to? Um, so they had a deal on where you got a free bottle of prosecco if you booked a table. So obviously we took advantage of that. Yeah. Uh, there was a resident magician. Oh, it was so good! I love magic he so was... much. <laughs> Magic is the best, and he, oh my goodness, one of the tricks, he did the classic, you know, ring, sort of a ring with a bit of string, and the old classic of, like, putting it on, and then, oh, it's magically off the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then the finale of that trick was that it, it the ring was on my shoulder. It on your shoulder, I have no idea. And you were sat right there as well, looking right at me. Yep. Neither of us noticed. It was amazing. <laughs> really good. I was like, <gasps> so impressed. He's hypnotised us. What was he called? SJ Magic? SJ Magic, yeah. Yeah. I might hire him. Look him up. He's great. We are looking into hiring him. <laughs> Pooling all our remaining money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure we can afford <laughs> I don't it. think we can at all. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah. So there was him. They had a live musician. He yeah. was great. He was really good. Uh, not sure what his name is. Sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> they also had uh, DJ Spider. <laughs> <laughs> during there's a karaoke session for yeah. the uh, you know just the res- restaurant folk and um he was trolling everyone brutal <laughs> he was so he was brutal they had three crosses like you have on the x factor and he was like buzzing them yeah. and being like oh you're a bit flat love yeah <laughs> so mean but so cruel but also funny yeah yeah and then at some point 
I don't know who decided it, but the restaurant just sort of turned into a club and everyone was dancing around the tables. Yeah, they, they pull all the shutters down and then and then all the confetti cannons go off. Yeah. And then they on the loudspeakers it goes, Welcome to the Madhouse <laughs> And all the staff are like dancing on the tables. And the bar and like oh it's so funny. So yeah, that was good. So that was our Friday night. <laughs> Then Saturday night, we went to see RuPaul's Drag Race live. So good. I loved it. Oh, it was amazing. Violet Chachki is everything that I want to be. Oh, she's so she's incredible. incredible. Oh my goodness. It was it was such a fun evening. It was so good. Mm-hmm. I have this dress that I wore to it. And it's, so it's basically pretty much fluorescent orange dress. And it's one of those dresses that you, I can't really wear to many occasions. I do love it, but... I can't wear it to someone else's birthday party, for instance, because it looks like I'm going, it's all about me. <laughs> Look at me. Stealing the limelight. Yeah. Whereas, you know, when you go to a drag show, just wear whatever you want. Have oh. a great time. And it was, oh, it was We amazing. looked pretty loud outside of the venue, but we blended right in. We were pretty low key once we were inside. Basically wallflowers. Yeah. Yeah. I was head to toe in sequins. Sam's wearing this luminous orange dress. And honestly, we were the most underdressed people there. It was amazing. Everyone looked so great. So yeah, so that was so that was why when we got caught in the thunderstorm after that, we didn't mind because we were so sweat sweaty, sauna, yeah. sweaty as Oof. anything. But yeah, so that was so it's been a good weekend, and then we you know brought it back down to earth by watching Twilight. <laughs> but you know, just gotta you've got to come back down to earth. Just at some gotta point. calm down now. Calm yeah. down, yeah. Speaking of which, now we have to actually talk about it. <sighs> oh. I discovered something. Um, interesting recently i found out that bella and edward have a home wedding movie and apparently it's a bonus feature on the dvd (gasps) not on the amazon watch that's for sure yeah i know well i now think we should maybe have a good research and see if we can find it because it sounds Mm. incredible i can always buy the dvd (laughs) (laughs) maybe we should invest oh no (laughs) they're always in charity shops for a pound that's true we don't have to pay much for it i'll have a look out yeah (laughs) so we'll report back on that yeah yeah um, from this watch, I think what I got from it was I was thinking about um, Bella and Edward and obviously Kristen Stewart and Robert Patterson being together in real life at this point. Mm. And I always thought it must be hard being that couple where almost like your reality situation, your reality relationship would never quite measure up to the fantasy <laughs> of this like forever undeniable you know Imagine all in love they hadn't said they loved each other yet but they've got to do that all over screen yeah. get married be like i cherish you forever and they're like yeah. not quite at that stage they're still at the sort of courting stage yeah. you know um and then that reminded me of um sort of segue there that sort of for instance like in the notebook um rachel mcadams and ryan gosling one of the most romantic films of all time. They actually were together after the film in real life. Ah. But again, nothing will ever measure up to the... I mean, spoiler alert, but in the <laughs> notebook, they literally, their relationship was so amazing by the end that they died at the same time, naturally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like... Synced up. Synced up their deaths. Like, they didn't even have to be without each other. It's so it's just like... It's just ridiculous. And then, another segue... So, Rachel McAdams, after Ryan Gosling, maybe not immediately after, Mm. she was engaged, or went out with, sorry if that's wrong, Michael Sheen. (laughs) No way! Michael Sheen! They were together, yeah. So, um, oh, lovely Michael, so, who steals the show in this film. He really does, and he's only in two scenes. 
Yeah, but one of them post credits. Yeah. So I was just um I was just reading uh, there's an article I just googled Michael Sheen and Rachel McAdams. Yeah. And um he used to go out with Kate Beckinsale as well. Okay. Um he's now going out with Sarah Silverman, the um comedian. <gasps> oh, I love Sarah She's Silverman. Hilarious. Um and then he he's quoted as saying people only t- tend to only be really interested in me because of who I am with. It's like, "Oh my god, oh, bless." <laughs> like I've been with Kate or Rachel. Um, or Sarah, that's when I get attention. I'm not getting pat constantly. No one really gives much of a shit about me. <laughs> Don't we, put yourself down, We love. give a shit about you, Michael. We love you. I am the trophy boyfriend. It is depressingly easy for me to have a low-profile life. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, bless him. And then I thought of another segue here, another link. It all just intertwines. Yeah, it's all linking up to Another intertwine is that Rachel McAdams played Regina George in Mean Girls. Mm. And in that film, the quote, don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die. (laughs) Which is the moral of this film. Literally. (laughs) It really is. Yeah. So that's all my interlinked celebrity observation. Chain, yeah. Nice chain of events. I'm, I'm out now. That's it. You carry me forward. <laughs> I'm done. That's all your notes for today. <laughs> um, one of the things that I was thinking about today, because uh, obviously our favourite line when they're going on the honeymoon and he's like, this is our Lesme, it was a gift from Carla. <laughs> like, pretty mega gift. Yeah. Pretty insane gifting there. Yeah. They're, they're quite rich, so it must be it must be nice to be able to give, you know, like really elaborate gifts like that Mm -hmm. but even when you have loads of money if you're with someone for like a century you must run out of ideas yeah you must be like look we've done the couple's cooking class the couple's massage (laughs) we've done the island the vintage cars the mansion the yacht what what is left to buy what do you get that's so true it i also i also think that that in terms of just generally if people really rich and give each other lavish gifts how do you almost top like kim and kanye what do they get each other <laughs> what do you get the person that already has everything or can afford everything themselves oh yeah i agree though it's if you yeah you're together for you know eternity i really think it's hard enough like i there's a one of my colleagues at work was saying she was struggling to think of something um for valentine's day this year because she's already buying gifts for her boyfriend for his birthday, Christmas, their anniversary, and Valentine's. They've been together for three years. Now, I'm not shaming her for struggling to think of something. That's a lot of gifts. That's yeah. like 12 gifts already. Like, how do you think of more things? If you're already after three years, like, I'm running out yeah. of ideas. How does anyone do that for, like, a century? No. <laughs> They'd have to do, like, the, um, like, Joey and Friends when he does Joey's Love coupons. <laughs> Two hours of Joey love. <laughs> you just have to do like variations of that. Um, sort of on that note, but kind of bringing the tone down a bit, a bit to a bit more serious. Okay. Um, when she wakes up after they've had sex for the first time, she wakes up alone in the bed. I know he doesn't <gasps> sleep, but he should be there with her, especially as it's her first. She's had her first ever time. They're married now, mm. and he's left her in bed to wake up alone. 
Don't you think that's so wrong? I've never thought of that before. I only just thought of that, but that is so... He should be cuddling her, he should be there. Especially if he's worried that she's hurt because he was thought he'd yeah. be too rough with her. He should be there. I have to say, one of my favourite parts of being in a relationship is actually, like, waking up next to someone. Yeah. And then getting to, like, snuggle for a bit. Yeah, and then he, but he's just left her. She's That's like really mean. In the cold bed. She's waking up with, like, feathers raining down on her. Oh, um, that's so sad. So sad. Cause it, but the thing is, I'm thinking... After it, their wedding night. No, I was thinking, like, is it was it a stu- one of their stupid narrative tools in that, like, she then had her little moment on her own, but, you know, where she sort of was thinking about the night before. But, I think it must be. But she could have had that... They could have, like... Uh, director Sam over here. Yeah. <laughs> they could have just had her um, sort of waking up, maybe with her head to the side so he didn't know she was yeah, awake Yeah, like yet. in a dream state. In a dream state. Having that little montage, waking up, looking over, he's there, oh, how lovely. And then mm. he does his, oh, no, you're hurt. Mm. What, like, but they wouldn't have the great scene where she looks in the mirror and she's like, I'm a changed woman. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that is kind of mean. Very mean. Yeah. Oh, Bella. Poor Bella. <laughs> Poor Bella. Bless. Shall we do the food segment? Yes, I think it's time. <laughs> what is that in your mouth? What are you binging? What is that in your mouth? When Leah came on screen. Basic bitch brunch. Oh, that's my favourite. I love it. What do we have, eh? We had avocado on <laughs> oh, an English muffin. Yeah. With fresh lime juice, much to the dismay of <laughs> our, our housemate was like, "What? You put lime you put on your lime? <laughs> lime on your avocado? <laughs> what else are you gonna put on it? Avocado is not the same without lime juice." And then he said, "I've. I hope you're listening, Alex." He was like. <laughs> I've never had avocado on toast. And I was like, why don't you trot off on your high horse then and have a very good time? <laughs> Brilliant. Good for you. I'm, I'm basic really and I don't care. I feel like he's missing out on life. He is. He is. Well, hopefully he'll be in light. We also had three hash browns each. Yeah. Oh, it was delicious. Oh, it was so yummy. And, um, oh, innocent smoothie and... Lavazza coffee. Lavazza coffee. We're very extra mm. and basic at the same time. <laughs> extra that... and basic. Getting a balance. <laughs> Getting right. that balance together. Yeah. So that was really nice. That was lovely. That just took the edge off the movie for me. Yeah, actually, it was a really easy watch today. I found. Mm. Definitely. Um, yeah. Uh my shining light this week. Oh yes. Was at the wedding. Um, Charlie, Bella's dad, comes over. And he's like, you know, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I plan on getting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get wasted. Wait. And he's like, I see they're serving up some pretty fancy champagne. And then he turns to um, Sue, who is one of the women from the, like, Quaalude tribe. Like, wolf pack. Yeah, yeah. wolf pack. She's, she's not a wolf, but she's, like, from that kind of side of town. Yeah. And he's like, Sue, can I get you a drink? Because they're dating, aren't they? I'm pretty sure they're dating in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty certain. Yeah. Um, then Jake's dad, like, swings round in his wheelchair and, like, rams into, rams Char- into Charlie's shins <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't even hear what he says. He says he something mumbles. like, I'd like a drink. Yeah. Like, basically, cock blocking. But I don't understand because it's like, what's do? Charlie's dating her. And what, what, what relation is. I mean, if that was. Say, if Sue was. Um, 
Jacob's ass wife. Yeah. Then like, oh God, yeah. Or Hello. if they're sort of like fighting for her attention. But yeah. she's there in one of the later scenes when Charlie's on the phone to Bella. She's there in the background, like she's at his house. They're obviously sleeping together. That Why g- is he being so weird about it? He's so weird. Like that gets me every time and I always say it, but we never talk about it. Yeah. It's like, why are you cock blocking? He's just going to get a drink with Sue. What his girlfriend. His girlfriend. <laughs> Calm down. Don't understand. I don't know. It's like an alpha male thing or something. Yeah, maybe. He's, Jacob is the grandson of a chief. Oh, so he <laughs> likes to say. Um... Do you have a shining light this week? Um, <laughs> good question. Oh, I think my shining light was the um, was the waterfall scene when they're on honeymoon. Oh yeah. And we talked about it in one of our other episodes where you were questioning how it ha- how they filmed it basically because <laughs> Edward goes under the water and then in the same shot immediately appears right next to the camera yep. and it comes up from under the water and we were like how did they film that and then we worked out <laughs> yeah and then we worked out that it was a stunt double yeah. in the far shot but i was but to, so i my shining light was just wondering and hoping that that person would be specifically lifted listed in the credits as <laughs> the waterfall stunt person <laughs> i didn't check i don't think they would specifically yeah, say what stunts how. everyone had done yeah but i kind of want to know who it is it would be nice to know. We should try and find put out a, somehow. Put a name to the face. <laughs> yeah, the distant face. <laughs> yeah, so I think that was my shining light. Excellent. Yeah. I did a little research on the baby this week. Oh yeah, the creepy CGI baby. Yeah, I wanted to find out why they'd CGI'd, so I typed it into Google, Renesme Y CGI. It was one of the first searches, <laughs> unsurprisingly. And I found this awesome webpage... Um, where Bill Condon, the director of the film, even admits that they did a really poor job of it. <laughs> Good on him. Like, yeah, well done. Like, he's not one of those people who just blindly, like, stands behind his work and is like, yes, it's all brilliant. Like, he knows. He went on to do Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. And as I said in one of our previous um, episodes, Greatest Showman, he was yeah. the screenplay for that. He's done some great movies. Um, so <laughs> I think it's kind of fair enough. Beauty and the Beast has great CGI. Yeah, and well, I haven't e- seen it, but I've seen the trailers and it looks pretty it's great. Sweet. Everything, yeah. Um, so this webpage says one of the most iconically terrible movie babies <laughs> of all time came in the Twilight Saga. Even director Bill Condon recognised how bad the character looked. <laughs> and he was like, "Thank God, everything I learned on Twilight made it so much easier to do on um, on Beauty and the oh Beast." Oh my gosh! A CGI, a CGI half human, half vampire baby. That was a disaster. We could never make it work. And now I feel as though that wouldn't have happened. Amazing. Like, that's how you learn as well. That's how you become a great director. You learn from your mistakes. Yeah. And you don't... You're not stubborn about it. Yeah. That's really, like, good on him. I I like Bill. It's great. (laughs) I fully respect him for that. But the reason they said they actually CGI'd it, because we've been asking ourselves this for ages, like, just use a real baby, much cuter, like, makes way more sense. Mm. Um, apparently it's because they wanted to get this kind of like fantastical look about it where it looked more intelligent than you would expect from a one day old baby. Yeah. But they could have CGI. They could have just done the CGI better in that case. I don't know. I think think if you're going to do that, just use an older child and make it look smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll get that like intelligence and understanding in its eyes. It just, it didn't work. Everyone agrees. End of story. (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny. I just thought I'd touch on, um... 
on because I realised that in our sign off where you know we give all the social links mm-hmm. which you should all all go to um, follow us write in we'll always reply because we will always know, reply we'll yeah reply. we love yeah, to yeah. hear from people yeah um, but I realised that in our sign off we go when we say the windbreaking at yahoo.com and we go yahoo of course we we talked about yahoo a lot in the first episode but we didn't really ever talk about we just it, left again. it there yeah so just in case you're wondering it's because they use yahoo to search for this because when Bella gets pregnant they're like this is impossible how did this happen it must <laughs> be a demon child and they yahoo they yahoo it and it's very very much like sponsored by yahoo yeah you can see and throughout the whole saga i think it's like very much yahoo is the the search engine of choice yes definitely so that's why why we say it um sponsored by yahoo and apple apple max mm-hmm. and um volvo volvo and crest toothpaste <laughs> tampax pepto-bismol <laughs> <laughs> just so many so many vera wang don't know that Unverified. <laughs> yeah, unverified Vera Wang. Could be any wedding designer, any wedding dress. Um, yeah. Um, so when Bella's um, realizes she's pregnant and sort of looking in the mirror, mm. you were like, <laughs> you were like, she reminds me of my sixteen-year-old self, and I was like, she also reminds me of my not sixteen. I want to like young, younger. I would say, when like. I was when I was younger. I was just like obsessed with the idea of being pregnant. I was like, that's so. Co-. Obviously, I didn't want to get pregnant, but like, I was like, when I'm older, like imagining like, oh, that'd be so cool. And um, always wanted wanted the baby daddy to be Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> After watching Titanic or, or Billy Elliot <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> I really fancied Jamie Bell. <laughs> I love that. When I was a teenager, like when I was a young teenager, probably like Billy thirteen. It's gonna be my baby daddy. <laughs> Wow. I was obsessed. I used to write in my all my notebooks, I used to write, I love Jamie Bell with hearts everywhere. <laughs> Jamie, if you're listening. So yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Incredible. I never, however, um dreamed of it of either Jacob or Edward being the baby daddy. I don't think anyone has. Well, no, I I beg oh, to differ. Actually, maybe um, what's her face who wrote Fifty Shades? <laughs> oh yeah, E.L. James. Is that her name? I have no idea. Yeah, I think I think she probably did. Yeah. Probably. Um, and also millions of teenagers around the world. Mm. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a review, five stars only, and glowing <laughs> reviews, please. But yeah, if you subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbours, tell your Tell your pets. Pets? I was just... Oh, that's so weird. I was just about to be like, tell your dog. <laughs> tell your dog. Tell your pets. Tell, tell your acquaintances. Tell people on the train. Just tell people. Just we'll tell be, people. Yeah, yeah, just tell people. We would really appreciate if you just could like spare a minute to write a review as well. Because I get, I get quite a few people sort of texting me and saying it's great. But like honestly, if you could copy and paste that into Google, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Love it. So yeah, wherever you get your podcasts subscribe review and thank you so much we're so grateful we love you guys we love you thanks for listening guys if you want to get in touch with us you can email windbreaking at yahoo.com yahoo of course mm-hmm. or you can follow us on twitter at wind underscore breaking or you can follow our instagram at wind underscore breaking thanks guys bye <laughs>